Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network, itsneworleans.com. Brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com. Tonight we're at Chappie's Restaurant at 6106 Magazine Street next to Monkey Hole Bar. Just three blocks from Audubon Park where great food, local food, meets relaxed dining. Chappie's has a full cocktail bar, an extensive wine list, over 50 beers. And although the restaurant is new to Magazine Street, Chappie's has been catering memorable events at affordable prices for over 30 years. And Chappie's is available for private functions as well. So come on out and check out Chappie's at 6106 Magazine Street, right next to Monkey Hill Bar. Now, each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans restaurant and food community to join us for a conversation. We invite them to bring along their own guest, a Plus One. We never know who the Plus One is going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. So our special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One tonight is Michael Yusko of Cellar Door, possibly the most mysterious and wonderful gastropub in the whole warehouse district in my opinion but before we get to him margo i'm wondering how your eating went this week well i had korean food at a new newish little joint that was awesome called the soul shack nola you are our korean pioneer <laughs> you, this is, uh, you, you brought our uh, soul korean uh oh that's a that's a pun soul korean yeah s-e-o-u-l <laughs> korean uh guests that we've had before they were wonderful and so now you have another one Yes, this is um, Sophie Lee and Dan Esses from oh, Three, Muses. Three Muses. Also a great guest we had, Dan Esses, yep. on the show. It's, um, apparently it's her mother is Korean, and oh. uh, it's family recipes. And it's on Esplanade Avenue in the old Dragon's Den. Oh, that's a great spot. Yeah, yeah. right there at the uh, corner, I guess, of um, Frenchman Street and, and Esplanade, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And it's in a courtyard. They have music, and uh, it's a walk-up, and... And uh, they're open late, so awesome. you should check it out. As Dragon Den used to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, that's so cool. Um, well, I, ha- I went to uh, Hillel's Kitchen after we had uh, her on our show, the chef on our show, and um, I thought it was just, I mean, I've been a bunch of times, but it's just, it's great. And it, it was even more meaningful after hearing more about their vision a lot. Did you go, you went back too, didn't you? Well, I went back on Sunday, and uh, they they were not serving food, I get, and um, but there was a farmer's market, like a community market, uh-huh. and there were students with different organizations and, and produce and cool products and kombucha and nice um, did you get anything um i got some candied jalapenos nice candied jalapenos wow yes. how were they they were they're delicious wow who makes those oh N- never mind i'll but, have okay. to bring yeah. i i, I want to bring them on the show they're very nice oh, young wow, okay. so they're there i guess it's once a month okay so um and then i bought challah bread that the halal uh students made and the money goes to a different nonprofit every month so that little mini holla nice and nate the pie guy was there oh he's everywhere i love that guy yeah yeah, he's the best i couldn't decide so i got four different pies that's the best approach i think yeah (laughs) just just get them all yeah and they're all good yeah absolutely i think he gets a little better uh, every time too they just get even better and better all the time i love him Yeah. yeah he had a pumpkin spice one Oh, I guess it's, good. you know, kind of seasonal. It was yeah, delicious. Yeah, right, right. Oh, wow. So. I don't know how he does it. 
It's time for a special guest now, Michael Yusko. He is uh, he is the uh, driving force behind Cellar Door, which uh, I ca- I'm embarrassed to say, uh, Margo, I just finally went to. People have been talking about it for a while. I just finally went to a few weeks ago, and uh, my, fr- my friend Keith uh, Morris brought me there, and it was uh, unbelievable. It was, it's become instantly my favorite sort of, I don't know if you call it a gastro pub or what, we'll ask him, but um, right there in, uh, in, in downtown, it's wonderful. Um, well, welcome, anyway, welcome, Michael. Glad to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you, Michael. Um, so how did you get into the ga- – well, let's ask if it's a gastro pub. You or yeah, let's, let's start there. Well, we kind of uh, – so my business – I'm not the sole driving force. My right. business partner will be upset. Um, but my business partner, uh, Greg Remyon, he bought the building um, – Oh, we're doing the, we're gastro lounge. Gastro, gastro lounge. lounge. That's cl- I was uh, close. That's close. Let's answer that. one I didn't even first. know that was a thing. A gastro we, lounge. I don't think it is, but it's like we were trying to think of, you know, some terminology, and uh, you know, gastro pub. What's the difference between a pub and a lounge? I don't know, but we're not a. You know, these gastro pubs aren't pubby. None of them are <laughs> pubby. Right. You know, like any place like the Bullney Tavern. Yeah, where yeah, I used yeah. to work. I mean, we used to work. Yeah. You know, that's no pub. You know, but yeah. they, they use the term. Gastro pub. So I don't know. I guess gastro pub is tapas and some kind of cocktail wine program. You know, something, okay. I don't know, something a little bit classier than a pub. I don't know. Right, right, right. I, I don't understand the word. <laughs> so we just went with lounge because we're more, I know, we're more of a, relaxed, a lounge, wire. you know, particularly uh, on late evenings. Um, right. But yeah, so let me answer the other question. Yeah, sure. I, sure. I can do that. Um, so yeah, my business partner, um, I actually met him three years ago at, uh, Cure. I was working at Cure. Ah. That's where I got into the whole, uh, modern mixology, uh, aspect of bartending. So he, um, I guess he kind of recruited me. He just kind of like, just, uh, staked out the place for, you know, came in like, he had an open cellar bar at no, cellar he, door at this he point. He just bought the building. Okay. And I guess he, you know, he came in a few times, and I didn't notice him at all. And then he approached me and told me that he'd opened this, that he bought this space and wanted to open this bar. And, you know, I just thought he was, you know, some, he thought he was full of shit. I'm like, <laughs> who's this guy? Like, coming into the bar. Coming in, coming in the bar, telling me he wants to open a bar. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I thought nothing of it. And then I guess like three months later, I was like going to get coffee, just kind of half a half awake. And he pulls up in a like, van, hey, and they. Uh, <laughs> I hear, "Hey, Mike, <laughs> white van." Like, they chloroformed you. Yeah, yeah. And then you wake up at cellar door. Grabs me. Here's yeah. the space. You're gonna work here. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, he just out of nowhere is Mike. I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" I didn't even know who he was. I didn't recognize him because I probably was talking to him like late on a Saturday. Uh, Daytime usually, hours usually, are a little different. Usually have some booze in me then. Um, but uh, <laughs> Wait, you drink on the job? What? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, we do shots here and there, you know, kind of <laughs> with the staff or camaraderie. Um, yes, yeah, so he approached me. We set up a meeting, um, and it took us three years, basically, to get the space open. 
did you see the space right away and did, what did you think of the the yeah, I was blown away. I mean, I'm like, this guy's in full of shit. This place is great. It's an amazing space, yeah, by the way. Yeah. It's now, on it's on Lafayette, right? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and it's you know real quiet. You know right. that part of Lafayette. There's no car parking for several blocks. Yeah. And then you go down an alley and you go through like this beautiful like wrought iron, you know, ancient ancient like gate. And then it's so almost like a speakeasy. It has a little sign out on the on the on the uh, sidewalk you could almost miss. Real subtle, and then you go in there, and it's this really interesting space. I mean, I love yeah. what you've done with it. It's yeah, it's a perfect. knockout. Do you know yeah. the history? Didn't it? Was it a brothel at one yeah, time? Yeah, it was a brothel. Ah. It was a brothel, I guess. I mean, the history is shaky. Um, it kind of gets lost here and there, but the building was, I guess, the first. I guess the construction started in 1830, and I guess they built a section of it, and then the main, the main house um, was built around you know 1850 and it was yeah it was a brothel for a long period of time apparently um and i guess this this the story is this guy who was one of gertrude stein's last pupils he converted it to its first like iteration of a bar in the uh, early 1900s i guess that would be um but there's like no documentation on this like my business partner doesn't even he's He's still like in the process. He's going to hire a historian to f- figure all this out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so. And then you before, can feel the history in it, though. I yeah. mean, I mm-hmm. haven't been in since y'all um, opened it, but I was in it tw- twenty. Back years when it was ago. a brothel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wow, my you don't look that old, Margo. Was um, <laughs> very famous. Um, but it's a beautiful space, and so. Do y'all serve food as well? Yeah, we serve food. We food, do uh, good, food. Tell, t- good food. Yeah, like yeah. Share, share, share some of the menu. I mean, well, it really I read knocked you, me out. Yeah, you, uh, it was uh, it was oxtail. That was yeah. That was, well, that's what's in the uh, the right. Popeye. Yeah, I had the oxtail Popeye. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oxtail Popeye. Oxtail, oxtail, which I never even knew existed really until I saw that dish. So, do you pair food with? I mean, pair. Uh, there's not necessarily liquor. pairing. No. Like, I, okay. yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can really pair cocktails okay. with food. I think food should be drank with wine, maybe beer. Um, Do you su- make suggestions for people if they want And nobody stopped and me for ordering cocktails. Oh, sure. I ordered like okay. three yeah, during sure. my meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have stopped me, huh? They go down. That's my, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do, get you to drink three cocktails <laughs> during dinner as opposed to one. Um, that's well, tell us some more things the on the team. menu because I thought the menu was super creative. It wasn't super long, but it was it was lots of really really. I mean, there was nothing on it that was sort of standard. It was all interesting. It's yeah, like I mean, kind of a mashup. Uh, the, I mean, the chef is Filipino, mm. so she has like her food's kind of, you know, it's based in her roots, but it's also like a lot of international influences. Um, but you know, staying true to some basic New Orleans dishes. Um, she, our, our signature dish is uh, adobo wings, which mm. is um, it's a classic. I guess it's one of the one of the national dishes of the Philippines. You know about oh. adobo? Uh uh-uh. no, no. I just learned about this uh, yeah. last week. Huh. Finally, after four months of this dish being on the menu, yeah. um, well, there's only one. There's one Philippine restaurant in New Orleans. You know, it's yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like they're good wings. They taste good. They're stuffed with uh, dirty rice. But I guess adobo is like any combination of like meat, vegetables marinated in soy, garlic, um, and vinegar, and then you simmer it in the marinade to preserve it. So, anyway, they're delicious, uh, but they're deboned and stuffed with dirty rice. Um, so that's yeah, that's good. Uh, 
When I talk booze, we talk yeah, booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Booze, yeah. Cocks, cocktails. Are you creative? Are you creative yeah, or is it traditional? I think, um, uh, yeah, I think I'm creative. I, I'm pretty... Uh, I, don't yeah. th- I didn't recognize any of the cocktails. Uh, all um, the specialty ones that were listed were all, I think, original to y'all, right? Yeah, we. D- I do like I do modern classic. That's kind of how I divvy up, divvy it up. So, um, I offer, you know, I think f- five classic, five classic cocktails, and uh, have seven modern on the menu now. So. What that's are some that's of the basically modern? kind of the concept. Yeah, give us what some of the modern well, ones. Well, so the mod- Nervous Lettuce Sunday is one of the cocktails. It's a gin sour. It was kind of my first uh, first drink that I created at Cure. Um, so I kind of took that with me. I've taken all my drinks from Cure. And, uh, <laughs> so did Cure have to take them, them the off menu. the menu there then? No, I mean, they can still serve them, but I think they just don't anymore because uh-huh. I've well, just kind of hijacked them. Well, you make them too yeah. a, a certain way, I'm sure. Yeah. That if I mean, you created them at Cure, who owns them? Is that like, a- apparently, I mean... It's kind of a gray area. I mean, <laughs> it, apparently it's fifty-fifty. We both have intellectual property rights to them, but huh. I don't think that's been addressed in any courts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that we're gonna get I, you in trouble when you talk about this. They no. know this though, right? They're aware of this. They know. I, yeah. I have a very good relationship with. Uh, oh, that's good. With Cure, Neil's a very good friend, so All I definitely, right. you know, cleared it with, uh, with okay. Neil. I'm like, well, tell us I'm a few more of those seven. That's the first one. What, what, what um, ones? The Drink of Laughter and Forgetting is one. The Drink of Laughter and Forgetting. Yeah. What's that about? All my titles are like based on books and films and stuff like that. Um, so I what's just, in that I one? Just, that's uh, It's a bitter um, sour with Chinar. Chinar is, in is a, Chinar? It's an artichoke-based uh, Amaro. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Yeah, and it has green chartreuse in it. It's kind of a interesting herbaceous... Uh, sour. It's kind of a you know. It's kind of it's delicious, but All right, you kind of what, can't like drink six of them. What what book is that based on? Or, or it's a Milan Kundera novel, the the book of laughter and forgetting. So I just yeah. sub and drink. It's kind of was it a pivotal book, or you just like the? Uh, just I like mean, the you title? read it. Just had an I, no, I used, to, really? I used to read all these books. Milan Kundera. He's a Czech Franco Czech yeah. author. He writes all these very uh, philosophical, uh, funny. I guess in a Czech way, novels. <laughs> I don't, I've read them all. I don't know. I Interesting. Don't, okay, yeah. did you name anything else after him? Um, not yet. I almost did. What, did, what was I going to do? Oh, the um, it didn't the unbearable good. lightness of drinking. That was going to be one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Maybe my next you have cocktail. To have, do you have a, a, a epiphany and it? comes to you or is it like a evolving thing like your palate you taste things and you or do you come up with the the name first the name first okay no that's not always the name first actually the last cocktail i i came up with um it took me i mean sometimes it takes me weeks to choose a name which is kind of silly but um but the last cocktail i came up with was the first name that was actually chosen by somebody else we're just brainstorming with i was just talking Nonsense with, with, with this girl across of the bar course. one night. <laughs> uh, and uh, she actually, you know, kind of just got to the title. And I'm like, you know what? That's better than anything that I can come up with for this cocktail. Because it was like supposed ah. to be a love-hate theme because I made the cocktail for... Have uh, you seen her since? No, I see her all the time. She's huh? a friend. I mean, she's... she's okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Is she she flattered that... Uh, she was very flattered. She's yeah. very flattered. Um, you give her free ones when she comes in? She, I don't think she's ever had it. <laughs> she's never had it. No. She, what is she Listen doing? to me. I'm going to make you a promise right now on the record. If you name one of your cocktails after something I say tonight or any other time, I will drink it 
often. I will come in and drink it. No, on the house, on the house, always. <laughs> I like to, you know, I like to take care of people. Now, being a mixologist, that's got to be a chick magnet. Didn't, didn't you move to New Orleans because of a woman too? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I did. Mean, that, not, that's which is which that's is like second <laughs> to be in a rock. Which is star. why this girl from across the bar is only a friend. You know, okay. That's, that's oh, like, so you're still yeah. with the same woman that got you to New Orleans? Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess you know, it's day to day. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> How long ago was that? As of today, you're still with. Well, her. you know, it's, I feel like any you know anyone who opens a new bar. It's going to be in their in a relationship. It's going to be day to day. You know, <laughs> it's always that's, uh, a, re- that's a relationship. It's a strain. Yes, wow. I'm always at the bar. And, yes. Is she I'm at here. The bar I have much? a night off tonight. I'm here. Oh. You know, so I'll tell kinda, you. She's not happy. Is she, I got her she doesn't cat, come though. in every night. Oh, cat? that's a good idea. When today? I, I week after we opened the bar. Oh. I got her a cat. I'm like, she's gonna, you are so smart. Yeah. Well, my uh, my well, parents, uh, my dad opened the Playboy Club up here what? when it when it opened. How did you wait and two and a half years to tell us this, Margo? You never told me well, that. Well, nobody has mentioned that. He a didn't mention the Playboy having Club. Having a hard time. Okay, but um, she would go in every night and ha- and sit and 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 enjoy herself. But I'm sure it was um, so she could keep an eye on you know. Yeah, that's. We but have that, a, we have that's a, a rule. Yeah, that yeah. that's a. Yeah. What's your rule? Well, that's a business killer. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you're, yeah. you're not going to. Yeah, because I mean, I'm still behind the bar. So I'm still behind the bar. So it's part of, you know, it's part of the it's part of the thing. You know? Be yeah. friendly to the women. Be friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Be friendly. Um, but it's yeah. like window <laughs> shopping. You're not trying yeah. anything Wait on, second. but you're, you're, you're a salesman. Wait, your, your yeah. job is to, is to uh, be friendly to them and get them drunk. That sounds like <laughs> college. <laughs> <laughs> so <it was> me. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm just kidding. I'm just everything I say. I'm just kidding. So how'd you how'd you meet this woman? She was from here. Uh, I met her in uh, Los Angeles, she, oh. yeah, downtown Los Angeles one night. And she was from here. She's from uh, where's she from? Hammond. Hammond. Okay, not far. Yeah, so why Hammond. did y'all uh, choose New Orleans? Because she's from Hammond. Well, uh, law school. She just she decided to go to law school, and I had nothing going on in my life. So, so. <laughs> well, we even get nothing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I want to get b- like, a little do you back have an, to Do you have an apartment pre- for me to live in? Okay, I'll, <laughs> you have a couch for me to sleep on. I'll so, what did you do before you uh, before you were um, you know the brains behind the cellar door and inventing these drinks or whatever? You were a bartender. What did you do before that? Before you came to New Orleans, what were you doing? Bartending. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Now I want to get That's back something. to his childhood. Where oh, are you Jesus. from? Should I get, lay on a couch? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm from Hudson, New York. All right. Okay. Yeah, Hudson, uh, it's two hours north of the city. Yeah. It's a nice little town. We normally ask people if they had culinary influences or, you know, w- uh, but did your family uh, have any mixology Well, it's, yeah, it's funny. Or? Yeah, funny ass. Um, I, I mean, I grew up in a bar, basically. You grew up in a bar? Pretty much, yeah. Nice. My what gran- kind of bar? A tavern. And is your grandfather like tavern. Ran, ran it? Grandfather. Yeah, grandfather ran the, ran the tavern. Um, my father worked there until my mother wouldn't let him anymore. Um, <laughs> he was actually the mayor of my hometown and still working in the bar. And I just remember a few By day a mayor, by night. Uh, my mother used to lock him out of the house, actually. <laughs> Why? What did he do? Because he was at the bar. She didn't want him to be at the bar. He's, he's working. He's working. He's trying to put... Uh, Bread on the table. Well, what was wrong with him being at the bar then? I never found anything wrong with it. My mother did. You know. Have you asked her? Uh, did you ever get behind the bar? I don't want to get angry. <laughs> you hung out on a bar in the bar in the, as a kid or like? Um, I mean, was it like a family-friendly place during yeah. the day? Yeah, I used to hang out. I used to play the player piano. The bar was across the street from an OTB. 
actually. <laughs> That's uh, always a healthy boy. environment. Yeah, everyone played everyone played the ponies. Um, were you so the runner for the... Uh, I would run some bets, yeah. I mean, I... Bring I, their bets over and uh, they, would, they didn't have to leave the bar? They would bet for me. I would, you know, I was like eight years old, like, you know, trying to trying to hit exact the boxes at OTB. Um, yeah, it was bad. I mean, it was okay. just an awful environment to grow up in. It's uh, translated into my young adult life. Uh, How did it I've translate? I've had many problems. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's... Did you carry in the mayor's footsteps or did you... uh, I didn't become a politician. (laughs) No, No, I did not. Uh, I kind of, I guess I rebelled against all that stuff. See, now if you rebel against it, you should like be a teetotaler then. You shouldn't have been a bartender. Right? I don't know. I don't think I chose this life, to be honest. It chose you? It chose me. Okay. It chose me. Did you ever get away from it? So you started out in the bar and you've ended in the bar and and it sounds like the middle was the bar. Was there a time where there wasn't a bar? In your life, like what are you doing? College, but college, I mean, you okay. know, but you were at bars in college. There was a bar in the basement. In college. <laughs> <laughs> which which college did you? Uh, Union College. Oh, that's yeah, a great place in yeah. Schenectady. Schenectady. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a day when Union College was like Harvard. Basically, they were sort of in the same breath back yeah. in the seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I think yeah. they were part of like the Big Four. Yeah, that's it. They used to call it right. Yeah, yeah. and then they kind of dropped off, and that's why yeah, it's still I, a great that's why school. I got in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Well, wait, we, maybe we should pause now. We see your plus one has arrived. Can you introduce him? Tell us why you brought him and who he is. And this is Wayne Corbett. Hey, hey Wayne. How are you? Who is hey, Wayne? <laughs> Wayne, who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm just a guy. You know, I just kind of know Mike. I ride my bike around New Orleans. and I used to work with Mike. I, I was a chef uh, for, for, or a cook for like the last three years, and Mike was the bartender. So we would hang out while I uh, finished up, and he started his day. Yeah, we worked Mondays together. Every Monday. At at Cellar Door? At the no. Bolony Tavern. At Bolony Tavern. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Neither of us worked there anymore, though. No. Yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> I mean, well, Mike moved on, and I, I retired. You retired? Oh, yeah, I retired. <laughs> uh, I got fired, eventually. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Now, uh, retirement, because it was such a... Grueling, yeah, Grueling. no, it's awful. Like it's it's just nonstop, like pressure and work and just not work, work, work. People never stop eating. Is the problem? <laughs> they always just want more. <laughs> it's one of those things, like you can't you can't just feed someone once and then be done with it. They want more <laughs> at lunch and in dinner, and then they they come back the next day. You know, it's it's, it's actually really really uh, crack and food is really like n- never ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but wait, um, aren't you supposed to encourage that if you're working in the kitchen? Otherwise, no, because it's like you need, I, you need a break sometimes. Like it's <laughs> nice every once in a while when nobody shows up to uh, you know you can hang out and like you know have fun, <laughs> take a break. Yeah, they don't you know, work on are, tips in the kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's the greatest thing is that's when the uh, problem when we they're all in the front, you know. Crying about having. Oh, I hadn't even. You know that. Why am I so stupid? I've never really thought about that from the perspective of the guy in the in kitchen. A huh? Exactly. I never worked in a restaurant, <laughs> I, but I've been talking to people in restaurants for years with this thing. The guys in the kitchen are going to want it to be slow, and the people in the front are going to want it to be uh, fast because they're living off of tips. And the one in the kitchen, you're getting paid. The well, same in the kitchen, they, they, a lot fast. of these guys do like it to be fast. It's all bravado, you know. Oh, you know, we got to be busy, kind of thing. But I'm like, that's that's for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Just pay me. I don't want to do anything. Please, those are the best nights. Anyway, huh? Yeah. Well, that's a pretty. Uh, what What were you doing before Bulini Tavern? Where'd you learn how to cook? Oh, I went to culinary school in California. I was uh, I was doing agriculture work uh, until I was about 28, and my old man passed away, uh, and uh, I switched fields and kind of and kind of just uh, went to culinary school and then moved to New Orleans on a lark. And then Bologna was my very first job ever as a cook, and they kind of taught me and brought me along. 
you know, and Sounds it was like they worked you to death. It was a lot of work. Like it was more than I was used to. I came from, uh, you know, from like the field and stuff. You know, usually, <laughs> you know, you see like when immigrants come over here, usually they start out in the fields and then they end up moving into the kitchen, you know, and like, like those are like, these are jobs. And I was like, no, that's, that's not, that's not the truth. That's now, you know, I mean, Bully Tavern is a high end place, you know, at, uh, yeah, it's nice. uh, out of Lillette and all that. And it's, uh, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a kind of a big deal. How did you get hired there? Uh, right I the showed bat, up without? like they were desperate for a person and I, had no experience whatsoever <laughs> and i showed up off of a bus that's and, terrifying and walked in there and i'm talking to i'm talking to john he's like yeah, what, what do you what do you know how to cook you know uh, what do you what do you some you of john harris yeah, yeah and i'm yeah. like and i'm like yeah, you know uh how do you make that i'm looking over the menu and i'm like what's that what's what's a goose what's a goose what's a gnocchi i didn't i didn't know how to pronounce me it's like you'll learn you'll learn you'll learn it you know and uh <laughs> Next thing you know, yeah, yeah, they like just kind of threw me into it, and I was terrible. Like I got, you know, such, such, you know, just, just, just nonstop, you know, bullying. And there was a girl, Christy Plazance, that would just ride me over and over and over again, you know, just to get better. You fell in love with her, right? And eventually, <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's the best. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat Christy. I pretty much compare all the, uh, all the other girls I've ever met after her to her, um, just because she's so awesome. Uh, but uh, and abused you every day. Oh yeah, no, yeah. she was abusive totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, she was, but but she made me better. And anyway, yeah, eventually I got up to speed, and it became, you know, like easy. It became nice. It became, a, you know, something you just do every day. You so figure, how, so you how long did out. you do it? I did it for the last, like, three and a half years. And then I'm going to do it again, but I just I just took a little break, a little retirement break. I'm doing the door thing over at Cellar Door <laughs> now. It's awesome. Oh, you're working at Cellar Door now? Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. I put on a suit. I stand by the Wait door. Wait a second. I, that's why you look familiar. I saw I you. I saw you, too. You were dressed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. No, yeah. I told you. I remember the sideburns and the hair and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, it was okay. like that. that yeah, it was I cool. don't have any product in it tonight, so it's looking a little different. Well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was totally slick. Yeah, the slick thing. back last red, time. You had yeah. a red shirt. You were looking. That's like, right. Yeah. Oh my you were, gosh. You wow. were looking kind of like you know, like a pretty bad. All right. Enough about Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I worked the door there. Ass. It's it's great. Like that's the coolest spot now. And like I just stand outside and open the door for people and greet. That's a great job. Oh, you can't beat it. You know. And I'm like, welcome and goodbye and thank you. And, you know, sometimes, like, I'll have to, like, you know, like, throw What's the hardest out. thing you have to do? Yeah, you throw somebody out. I had to keep one guy up. from coming back in. And I just kind of talked to him. Was he just drunk? Or? He was drunk, and he wanted to come in, and he was asked to leave, and he kept trying to come back. And eventually, I... Excuse me, I have some little... Bitters. Drink the bitters. Bitters. Um, I ate a little bit too much today. Anyway, <laughs> eventually, I just talked the guy out of it. I just, like, explained to him, like, please, you know, like, you can't come in. And there are like, other bars. There are lots and lots of bars in this neighborhood. Go to one of those. Me, he goes, how could I say no to the nicest guy ever? And he left. All right. Wow, we hired, so you we got, hired Wayne. You got swagger. Uh, yeah, we hired Wayne because he's, you know, tall and intimidating presence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed you know, to loom, but I'm not supposed to, to talk because I'm mean, I I talk, you know, right away. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I, yeah, you're kind of scary. I got mugged the other night, or I almost got mugged the other night, and I just ran. Like, I ran. I you know, yeah, just I don't know guy. one person. Wait, slow down, slow down. Tell, tell me how you actually. almost got mugged. What happened? I was, I just moved into this place and where uh, is it? Overall by the river bend. Okay. And, uh, like Leonidas and Hickory. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And I'm on green and Juliet and I'm walking home and it's dark and it's exactly about 11 o'clock. And all of a sudden, like I noticed this guy is like kind of like behind me and I turn around and he's like going real slow, like creeping up behind me. And as soon as I turn around, he's like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Oh, jeez. And he starts to come at me really fast. Here, telling you. I know. He starts to just kind of run at me. And I, I don't even remember how it warning. happened exactly, but I just kind of pushed at him. And we kind of collided. And he went back. And I turned and started to run up the block. And <laughs> I, I'm not running very fast. Like, I, I, just, I ride my bike a lot. And that's not conducive to, like, running. <laughs> you know, my thighs were hurting. And I'm just like, don't fall down. Don't fall down. 
and I'm just running and running and running steady, and I hear him behind me. Do, 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 do. So he's chasing you again. He's ye- oh, he yeah, wants he's more. Cha- he's chasing me. He's yelling, drop your wallet. I'm going to effing kill you. Like, I'm going to effing kill you. You don't, eff- you don't effing drop your wallet kind of, kind of stuff. And uh, he caught, I heard his footsteps right behind me. He caught up to me at the end of the block. I yeah. got up there. I turned around again. And we did like that collision. Again, another collision. Another collision. We did like kind of like a bump against each other. And I saw he had something in his hand. And then I just turned and ran again. And this time when I ran, I goes, I'm like, help, help, help. Please help somebody. Help me. Like that. And almost <laughs> like exactly you're like selling, that. Like you're the exactly. Oprah man. Yeah, you sound like Oprah man. <laughs> As I was running. Yeah. I was, yes. and, did uh, anybody come out? I heard somebody. I think I heard somebody say like from their house, like, hey, I'm calling the cops. And uh, as I run, as I'm running away yelling for help, I realize he wasn't behind me anymore, uh, and he had given up on it. And no, so, and then you then you then you oh look my, forward, but, and he's right there in front of but you. But I was well, I was terrified because it was dark, <laughs> and I didn't really know my way around that place. And I get to my gate, and I can't get my key out. And, and, and your hands are all shaking. From oh yeah, the no, adrenaline and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. I I think it was. I just didn't look tough enough that night. I wore white pants, and I had like this, you know, this like shirt. Oh, it's the white pants. That's hey, what white did pants. It. The guys in the in the in the neighborhood see white pants, and they you gotta have like yeah. blood stains yeah. on them. That's gotta, actually yeah. You right. gotta, that's why I wore you black. You gotta carry yeah. your, back, your chopping knife from uh, your, exactly. Your, my roommate's like, we got to get you pepper spray. Like we have that pepper. Spray. I can't, no, I can't. I it, the one time. Just I give him the spray. wallet. That's that's. That's yeah, less painful than trying to use the pepper the spray. The pepper spray blew up in my pocket. Right. When <laughs> I moved in New Orleans, yeah. I brought with me a I'm not going to tell you what coffee spray. shop. I put one of them out of business by uh, exploding my pepper spray in, in a, a place one How time so? accidentally. You don't want to hear the story. In, the, in your hand it exploded? No, no, no. I, left, I put it down. And there were some kids with me, and the kids came over. I told the kids not to touch it. There's a safety on it. Right. But the one kid missed it. He was in the bathroom. And when he came back, all of a sudden, the whole restaurant starts coughing. Nah. And we can't stop coughing. <laughs> and we look around the whole coffee shop. All of us are coughing like we're going to cough up blood. And the kid's got like his eyes are red. He's got a rash on his arm, bubbles up right away, and he's screaming. It's my friend's child. Yeah, and so I didn't know what to do. So on my way out, I, I, I said to the guy, I said, because I, I, everyone's going, what happened? Who did this? Like it was a terrorist attack. Like, you know, Why nerve gas like- released. So on my way out, I fessed up. On the way out, I said, I'm so sorry. I gave the guy 20 bucks, and then I left. See, you shouldn't have this. weapon. The next week, they closed down. They've never been back. Wow, I think I might have put him out of business. Maybe well, they had a chemical terrorist attack. Yeah, yeah. This stuff blows up in my pocket. Yeah, I had a friend who blew up in, in a car my pocket, once. And they couldn't use their car for weeks. It soaks through my pants and gets in, onto my thigh. And it also got into my hands, and I also oh. used the restroom before I realized oh, what it was. No! I'm not even kidding around. I did. And then I had to go to work. It was like 3.30. I'm there to do work at 4. I show up to work with my pants soaked in pepper spray. I wash it off the best I can. And your balls are like rhinos. <laughs> my balls are not even, not, even, not even feeling anymore. I don't think I, don't think <laughs> I still feel like them. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's good for being a that's, doorman that's now. That's the bike. Somebody that's can point. kick you. Yeah, but all fine. night, I would turn towards the, this hot stove, and every time I got near heat again, it would re- <laughs> reenact the, the heat. It would, it would react to the heat. Yeah, and yeah. It, would just, it was all night Re-night. right on my thigh, just nonstop. I had to throw the clothes away so like pepper spray is not for me no it, it, well, the other thing too <laughs> if it had been a gun if you use it it hurts you as much as you the know, people I, you, you spray with off. don't even yeah don't mess no, with it in this so. city you get throw the wallet all right so here's yeah, the story you don't keep anything in your wallet i'm walking you down yeah. Wait, he's got no i'm walking down the street in the bywater the other night <laughs> I got that's all i got bywater the other night and uh i stop again in the sidewalk on the dark on the dark sidewalk and all of a sudden i hear like a little shuffling up behind me and I jumped behind me, and this voice goes, don't worry about me. I'm just a granny. I swear to you. I'm just a what? I'm just a granny. A don't, granny? A granny. Don't granny. worry about me. I'm Wayne just a granny. Lie. No. And she comes walking right up beside me, 
And it, together we walk in the dark. And this is like over by those railroad tracks in the Bywater. Oh, yeah. And she goes, listen, you got to be careful out here. She goes, a couple tips. She goes, you should grab yourself a handful of sand. And sure enough, she shows me in her hand. She already had it. A handful of throw sand. Throw in somebody's face? And rocks. And she goes, yeah. She goes, you can throw this in somebody's face. And it'll stop them from pulling a trigger. And she goes, I only had to do it the one time. I don't want to hurt nobody. And I'm like, holy shit, you got to be freaking tough to live here, man. This lady's 60 years old, 70 years old, whatever. And she walks around in the dark with a handful of sand to get around wherever she wants to go. She doesn't, she doesn't stay I'm inside. Now on. She doesn't stay inside. She walks around with a handful of sand. I'm like, holy shit, you've got to like be tough, you know? It's yeah, but that's going to surprise somebody. They're not expecting the sand. And I didn't have my handful Brilliant. of sand. And I feel like. So I got my brick thing was, I talk about, but that's like obvious. I got a brick. They know what to get away from me. But this is sand. That's sand. Better. Oh, yeah, no, and it's awful. As soon as you hit somebody with sand, they, they, they're. Oh, I've seen their that in Chinese ruined. movies. Yeah, they always do that. It's like, that's a cheap, it's a cheap shot. It's like the ninja move, you know? Ninjas yeah, yeah. always have the sand. Yeah. Samurais don't. Like sand, and then you no, know, you just got like oh, and sand's everywhere. If you I'm forget win, the sand, you, know? you just got to grab some sand wherever you are. There's always sand in the ground. There's the not much like sand like in New Orleans. Sword. No, sand like gravel on the road. Like right now, on magazines, sand like I can get you a handful of sand right now. I know, really, it's always collect because I shovel it up all day long. You get gravel by the gutters, yeah, by the gutters along the curb. You mean gravel, sort of? No, sand, sand. It has to be. Sand yeah, like, like debris. Like I had everything. It was like from the a big road, rock right? is not going to do anything. It's got to be pebbles. Gritty. Gritty glass in there, probably. Oh yeah, no, she was legit. And, a friend uh, of mine just told me recently they carried just two rocks in a sock. <laughs> like and two, but, swing like just, but just like, two. That's like a prison thing. Like, I guess two's his right? magic number. I think he tried three once, and like I don't know, <laughs> it just heavy. didn't get the velocity, or I don't <laughs> know what. Too heavy. Who the hell? Who the hell was that? <laughs> one didn't. I don't even know, know who that was. <laughs> one, one didn't hurt. Is that an old one didn't have enough trick? weight to it. It didn't feel good enough. For it. And three, three was too much. Two's yeah, the magic number. This guy, this person told me this last week. I can't you remember. Have a sock though with you all the time. How did our show become a self defense show? This is great. Also, wow. it was supposed to be. Well, well yeah. I just got mugged almost, so it was on my mind. You know. Yeah, well, the ulterior yeah. motive for the show is to get people that listen around the country to move to New Orleans. Now we've just nah. like, reversed years of work. Well, it's here exciting, by doesn't it? Sound, how exciting no, no, does it sound? You, gotta, you don't want to live here anymore. Just celebrate these, I mean, these it took, crazy it took people. Like three do. years for it to happen. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I no, got away. You know, I I'm got dying away. to get mugged, really. I mean, get it it's a whole nother story. Well, for me, it's about yeah, you got a learning cool about y'all's yeah. crazy lives. Because, I mean, yeah. you got to be a little kooky, a lot kooky to be in the food business or the bar business in oh, any yeah, they're capacity. Nuts. Yeah, or, um, or just to live so here. So I would, I would, yeah, to choose to live here I think here I'm like the times. most sane person, actually, in the service industry. Really? What makes sometimes. Sometimes. I, think. I, I just feel like... Uh, because everyone is so fucking crazy that I work right. with and that's around me. Oh, and you're not? You. I, I'm insane, but everyone <laughs> else is... <laughs> They're crazy. You know, you're insane. Just a in notch. the land of the blind, everyone, the else, king, everyone else has me beat. They have me beat. Wait, wait. I want to get back to a little bit, because you were talking about books and films. Are you, uh, films Were films influential in hey, your I mean, life? You're a filmmaker too, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I'm a filmmaker. I made some short Oops. films. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just took, took Margot's line. <laughs> that's, I, see, I see that. That's, yeah, sorry. You guys will figure that out later. H- hence the uh, punch in the cheek. <laughs> I, just I like yeah. that. In the cheek. <laughs> that's the breast, the right breast. <laughs> feels All right, cheek. sorry. Someone, some, one of my friends punched, uh, punched somebody in the shoulder, just, and the guy ran off a week ago too. I don't know who that was. Anyway, um... Was he being probably mugged the same guy who didn't have the rocks, the sock okay. rocks? With We're him. back to the mugging. All right, we want to talk about non-mugging. Okay, non-mugging story. Films, film, films. Tell us okay, about the I'm film. a filmmaker. I made a few short films. This is actually my my co-star in, I guess, uh, all three of them. A few of them. I was in the one. Yeah, you in the one. 
two out of three? <laughs> Were you acting two out of four, yourself? I, make four? It, I, I wouldn't call it acting. I would call, yeah, Mike just Being. said, hey, hey, be funny. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then Mike took like two hours of just nonsense and cut it into like 20 seconds of like, you know, none of that was all together. That was like, you know, sporadically pieced together. It was, it was, um, it's pretty good the way he did it. But yeah, like I, I did two of them. So, so tell us yeah. about did you films. direct him? What, what yeah, I, I directed him, wrote him, starred in him, um, edited them, obviously. They've been in yeah. film festivals. Film festivals, yeah. Awards, I had a, right? had a couple in... Uh, New Hampshire. Yeah, one was up in New Hampshire. Um, I'm going to punch Sam Mackey in the face, which is kind of my big, my, my masterpiece <laughs> that's the title. at this point. Yeah, that's, my, that's the title. <laughs> that's your masterpiece. That could be a at drink. This point, that's your magnum opus. I, I was going <laughs> to put it on the menu for a drink title, but it's, it's a little bit too uh, close in this yeah. city. Um, oh, that you know. What is it? It's based on it's based on a a real person in town. Say the title one more time. I'm gonna punch Sam Mackey in the face. Who is Sam Mackey? It's you know he's just some guy, some guy. We have to see the the movie. How do we see the movie? How how? You go to uh, Vimeo. Just look up Michael Yusko on Vimeo. You see on YouTube too, right? Yeah, but the YouTube is a uh, you know, shitty resolution. Vimeo. So is he a real character in the film too? Yeah, well, my, my friend plays him. He's a real person. He's a real it's person. based on a real person. Who's, who's someone, not, who's who an actor named, plays him. Who's not named Sam Mackey, but it's, he's oh, named okay, something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Change the names for so I don't get thrown don't in get jail. Sued. Yeah, okay. Or, um, yeah, murdered. The guy saw the movie, though, and he sent Mike. Uh, he, he left Mike uh, like an angry message. <laughs> oh, he knew it was him? Oh, yeah. No, it's it all over town. The people, yeah, people knew that was kind of based on him. he was pissed him. off? Oh, yeah, no. And I even met Tell a guy one night. Sean Harris, isn't it? No, not That's who it is. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> That's the sequel. I met a guy tonight, uh, one night in a bar, though, and yeah, he had seen the movie, and he knows the guy that Mike kind of based the movie on. He goes, that's so right, man. The guy's got squinty eyes, and he's just like that. And it was too funny that the guy had known, you know. All right, Wayne. All right. Yeah, so Wayne, Wayne uh, so I made a film. You're going to give it away, aren't you, if you keep fi- talking. So the film was in uh, the New Orleans Film Festival last year. This cool. year I had another short in the festival, which was, you know, both were honors. And, yeah, one of them won a jury audience award last year. Then, we, right. then we almost got, then we went to Canaan Table to party, and uh, uh, Wayne got thrown out. <laughs> I mean, again, like, I don't Whoa, know, wait, I don't wait, know, wait, I don't know one down, person Wayne, who Wayne should feel th- threatened by Wayne. Wait, Wayne got thrown out at, your, such a at nice the film man. festival that such was showing the soul. film that he was in? At, no, at the Canaan table pl- afterwards at the bar. Uh, if I remember right, Yusko and I were like playing around like 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 shadow we're punching just each other. Around. We're having a good time. And runs over and he had a problem with you or something like that. He's he's just a, he's And he tried to get in our face and I just kinda sat there very politely and he's was the worst. Like, I'm not moving and this other guy got really crazy and came up and pushed me, right? And then I was like, Whoa, why are you pushing me? kind of thing. And I was about to get kinda like upset and then this little girl came between us and was like, you know, please just leave or you gotta get out of here and so I was like, Okay, for you know, you you're like, you know, five feet tall. Yeah. I gotta go. And then when I got it out, the guy like threw the door shut, I remember. And then he put a broom or something in between the latches. <laughs> and I was just kind of standing in the sidewalk like, what, 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 what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this, a barn? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that they was They were trying to lock you in they, or out? No, but, out. No, but they, out. Were, they had done it in the weirdest it's way. It's obvious that they never kicked anyone out of yeah, a bar before. A, oh, that's what it is. You know what it was? These are like young, like nerdy, yeah. geeky like, I know, cocktail. Now I was a doorman. I know how to bounce somebody, and that's not the way you do it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you they, should write him a letter. He can, he can learn some lessons. Okay. So, I mean, literally, they were just looking to throw somebody out, and you were the first one that acted Probably, up at yeah, all. Probably, yeah. They needed practice. I mean, I was happy you were, you, I, I would, I would bet, I, would, I think it would be a very secure bet that you're the first person that those guys have ever thrown and out. And only, probably. Probably only, yeah. Yeah, because the second one killed them. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> you were too the nice second to one was them. like, I don't think this little broom is going to hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> so the second one was like, do you have sand in your hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> choke the shit out of you right now, you little twerp. Yeah. So anyway. I guess we're publicly enemies with the cane and table now. No, no, they love us. We're oh, all good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. You're battered this whole show. <laughs> no, they're all. They're... You slam somebody and at the end. You go, yeah, but he's no, great. No, they're all we great. Love them. They're great people. Great friends. There's just okay. one. Like there was they one. just had a one bad one. One bad bartender. Plus another bad person who intervened. Plus another bad right. girl. It was just uh, you know an off night. I think I just kind of got cut up in circumstances. Places, uh, so have you ever been thrown out of an establishment? It's since being in New Orleans. I'm banned from the Saint right now, I think. Are you Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, I'll, I'm good, though, because uh, I'll be back. They're great people. Yeah, yeah we know. know. You're likable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know enough people. They got a lot of leeway over there. Um, no, but where, where did I get kicked out of recently? Um, oh, well, the, th- the same kid kicked me out of Cure, basically, where I worked for three well, slow down. Years. You used to work in Cure. I used to work at Cure. You say you have good relationships with them. I'm great relationships. You go with back to get a drink. You got kicked out. I, I guess I kind of. I don't know. I was horsing around with a friend. I don't. You know. It was the same guy. It was the same guy. The yeah, same guy. Horsing around does not work for y'all. You don't horse guy. around. Sa- in a, same bartender. Wait, bar- same bartender. He kicked you out with the same bartender. Yeah, he works at Cure and Tavern. Yeah. So and, he, and he happened to be a cure that night. Is that and not funny? He's targeting you. Yeah, this, he might this, have this a problem with you. This, it this might could be personal. A, this could be a problem. This, this could be a problem. Whatever, we'll get through. You I need to get, hire him. That's the problem with New Orleans. Is, is you make an shit. enemy, and it's such a small town that you have to see these people over and over and over again. Wait, so you were the first person ever kicked out. Now you're the second person ever kicked out. Probably. Well, he he didn't actually kick me out. He threatened to call the cops. Which is absurd because, I mean, I was one of the opening bartenders at Cure. And, and like know, the police don't have anything better place. to do. Yeah. <laughs> in New Any, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not a problem in their bar. Unless I'm at the Saint at 6 a.m. That's, <laughs> that's when things get hairy. You never know what the hell is going to come at you. You yeah. write movies about them. You don't, you well, don't cause exactly. problems. Yes. You need to write a movie about this dude. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. Let's Instead of oh. punch Sam Mackey in the face, this will be punch uh, Hipster Dweeb yeah, in the face. There's or whatever so many guy, people yeah. you can make these films about. All your enemies, right. yeah. You just so what's your budget. film, your re- most recent one? You did one this year, you said, or no? No, I haven't done I haven't done anything. I just, uh, I took about like, 16 grand from friends of mine. And, uh, pardon yeah. me, haven't done anything with it. Wait, wait, actually. back up for a second. So you raised funds for a film. Yeah, I raised about 16,000 on Kickstarter. Um, ah. It was good. I had like 12, the last like 18 hours. Um I just emailed everyone that I knew, messaged everyone. So did you I refund them? About, about 12000 No, no, no way. <laughs> That's what you but I mean, I get, I get texts all the time like, you know, you son of a bitch. You uh, lost the money, didn't you? I, you, you, you put know, it in the cellar door. You put it in the cellar door. That's, you own a bar <laughs> now. You, you hired Wayne with it. You, you think I'm stupid? <laughs> you think I don't know? So, I mean, they, they think that I took the money. So do you have an intention to go back bar. and make the film? When you I'm going to make the film. Really I just need a few days off. You know, opening a bar, this bar has just dominated my life. Um it's very, you know, you got to put everything into something. So that's what I'm doing down yeah, there. Yeah, I cannot imagine. That's like two whole businesses, yeah. making a film and yeah, being part of I was really opening stupid. a bar. Is I thought I could do both. It's really, really <laughs> dumb. Um, so you're just delusional. You're not. I'm you delusional. Steal the I have money. moments of severe delusion, borderline, like 
psychotic breaks. Yeah, Mike's um, got the really hard part where he's got to sit and edit these things, like take hours of like f- nonsense footage and try to like make you know something concise out of it. Especially because he's not working with professionals. Right, exactly, obviously. it's all amateur. <laughs> hour, the whole thing, like even the guys that even the guys that work the sound, like don't know how to like push the sound on, so like half of the stuff is not even audible, and he's got to go back and put like subtitles on the uh, on the work. Like it's you know it's a lot to deal with you know people that don't know what they're doing, me myself included. So yeah, I think it was a learning experience, right? Like next time we'll all we'll all be better. And should we talk Nino? Have the, uh, the, the Nino going? <laughs> Wait, which, which Nino? Nino, baby. Nino Bongiorno? Uh, no. Nino, Nino, uh, Pasternoska. Pasternosta. Oh, oh, that means uh, our father. Is that what it means? Yeah, that's what it means. Great guy. Yeah. Shitty sound man. <laughs> Shitty sound and man. And Nino means oh, means Nino. Uh, was. Baby boy, right? So baby boy, our father. That's a weird name. Okay. Yeah. So basically for, uh, so what, wait, for Sam Mackey, uh, Mike and I go and meet up with this guy, Dimitri, who uh, does yoga. Dimitri is like this Russian dude. If you ever want to do yoga, I would recommend Dimitri. Let me give him a plug. Gold, go Golden, Ganesh, Golden Ganesh Yoga and Kettlebells. Golden Look Ganesh it up. Yoga and it's, Kettlebells. If, if you ever, if you do yoga or you, or you, or you dreamed about doing yoga... <laughs> Go see this man. It will be the best hour, sometimes a class or an hour and like a half at, at, at of your house. life. At his house. At his, at house, his house. house. In his backyard, there's mats on the ground. Like he makes you sweep them up before you do the, the workout. Like a sensei. So, yeah. Oh, we yeah. Show, oh he's yeah, a total yeah. sensei. He's a uh, he's, fence. He's Russian. <laughs> and he's just like got this like icy cold Russian thing. And he's all covered in tattoos. And he's the nicest, sweetest, most soft-spoken guy. But, but he used to be a UFC fighter. When you look oh. at his eyes, you're like, "Holy shit, this guy's done some some yeah. bad things." Yeah, he's and uh, he's trying to like make he with, yoga. All this, with all this yoga. Um, What's the movie? A History of Violence. History movie. of Violence. You know, with Viggo Mortensen, uh-huh. where he's like gangster turned. Uh, yeah, I just, remember that. Yeah, yeah, he was some town. kind of mercenary or something. He's, yeah, he's killed Chechens, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but now he's totally cool. Yeah, and, now you uh, doubted him. Now they know. Oh where yeah, to find now him. he's just the sweetest guy. We show up at at his house and just he. Ad libbed almost everything he did. He came out and he put on his golden Converse, like spray painted shoes. And then we all go back in the back to the kettlebell. And Dimitri's is saying the funniest things. He's like, I go to pick up my kettlebells and I didn't pick up, I picked up the smallest ones that were sitting on the ground because obviously, like, why wouldn't you? And Dimitri goes, No, those are for the pregnant women and the injured men. You must choose another. <laughs> and just shit like that all day long. Dude. Like, he was like, maybe you get a job at the parking lot to sweep it or something yeah. like you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he was so he's funny. Gem, really. Does and he have another? Does he do anything else besides? He's, a do- he's, he's a, waiting he's for a me to make doorman at uh, DBA. I think. Yeah. Uh, doorman at DBA. Oh, he's oh, a doorman. Yeah. That's right. Okay, remind me not to screw up a DBA. Oh yeah, don't. Wait, he's waiting for you to run. Uh, well, as far as like he's, I think he really wants me. He wants to be in my next movie. As far as other, he actors. goes to Mike. He goes, uh, next time we do this, maybe we have real actors. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no. I mean, we ran out of batteries. He had to go like shuffle through his uh, closet to find us some batteries. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Nino was, was, that, was like that getting like. Half I didn't know what I was that, doing that when Dimitri I started doing says. this. Oh, so Nino's the sound guy so, who does honestly, very this well. Honestly, I think this was the funniest. I think you need to hire Chris Keo next time. He's a very good sound guy and uh yeah, we you gotta pay you gotta pay those people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could uh well, awesome. now that you're affiliated you. with uh the cellar door yeah. you could uh what is that called barter yeah I mean, drinks for i mean that's a yeah do you pay bartering? people drinks yeah i don't know my, my business partner wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so much does so he have much. to know well, wait let, tell me a little no, bit more about your him. business partner no. what was he has he ever been in the bar or restaurant this business is his first bar restaurant he uh 
you know, he's he's uh, he pretty much designed you know the whole the whole place as far as what we got going. He was um, he was in the art art world a little bit in London, so all our art is you know it's it's modern London. Yeah, very very interesting. Yeah, man. a couple of Damien Hirst and uh, there's a new guy Lyman. Yeah, there's a new uh, there's a new there's an artist that shows at the Guy Lyman Gallery huh. on Magazine Street. Um, you can buy his art there at, where it's actually uh, on display at Cellar Door. That is true, Wayne. <laughs> it, is it's your work? No, no, not my my work. My friend uh, Guy Lyman has a uh, the art studio art. What do you call it? Art studio. Yeah, right next to Bologna. So uh, and art Greg, gallery, Greg, a gallery. Greg has a new piece, a gallery. It's not uh, from uh, from the uh, the gallery. Uh, All right, hanging hang on Cellar Door. So door. that's good. Yeah, that's kind of where. You know, we we're, we showcase new artists, New Orleans artists. Uh, you know, that's kind of going to be our evolving thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be showcasing new work um, as a, as it uh, as we find as we see fit to. Cool. Um, All right, um, I I have to cut you what? off because right. we're we've come to the part of the show where oh. you would be asked a question that you would not have on any other job interview or Great. you know no normal position would ask you so um yeah let me ask you first um if you uh could beat up well this is you you probably did it with your film but uh if you could beat up anybody living or dead that was gonna be my question i thought the same one yeah that's bizarre we're starting to get in sync yeah this is amazing go ahead um, how many shows have you guys done together like about a hundred and something wow Yeah. yeah um and we are like husband and wife. We totally like hate each other and <laughs> argue. And I hit him. And I didn't even know this. <laughs> okay, awesome. so if you could um, uh, beat up any one person, living or dead, without consequences, who would it be? And make a movie about it. This yes. Week, this week. <laughs> this week. Who would it be this week? Of all time. All time. Who would I beat? No, up? it has to be somebody in New Orleans, I think. With a cowbell from me. Dimitri's I've had three gin yard. And tonics, and I'm, you know, <laughs> and I'm, get this I'm man another really gin and tonic. I want to hear a real uh, answer. You thought it was going to be some intellectual, interesting question, but no. You know, you know about Franco Czech fiction? No way. Ask Wayne. Ask Wayne a question first. I'll come. No, let me, he, let's come back. Okay, to this one. okay. You have to ask Wayne yeah, a different I'll, question. Let me think about I know, this. That was the question. Let me let me have another gin and tonic, and I was going to ask Wayne that question. Who 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 would you beat up? Yeah, let's let's stick with the same question. Actually, go ahead. I, I don't really feel violent towards for, towards people. Like in he the moment, he didn't even beat up a mugger. I, 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 so. I know, but that guy wouldn't want to exactly. like punch him in the face. Exactly. I just okay, you can't you can't sleep, let people you know? know this as a doorman. You, know you got to I mean? pretend. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. Like, just don't talk. <laughs> like, just stand there and look tall. All right, know? I have a different question for you. If um, you went back to agriculture, mm-hmm. what is the one thing you would not do? Hmm. Cutting hay sucks because like you get covered in dust and little bits of hay and your entire like neck and everything just is itchy, itchy. and rashy all the time. And it's really dirty job. And the hours suck. You like, you know, sleep for four hours, work for four hours, sleep in a tractor, you know, when it gets dewy. So that really blows. Um, so you would never cut hay. I would never cut. What hay. would be the thing you would do that you you didn't mind? I love working with enjoyed. cows. I miss cows living in New Orleans. I love, I love, I mean, cows have like personality and they have like a social order and it's fun to watch them like kind of live. They're kind of, what's that Sims or the, or the ant farm? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, well, it's like a, I guess a cow farm is like bigger than an ant farm, but 
Same how deal. long were you doing this stuff? You just get to you just get to watch them, you know, and and you kind of like get to know them. And some of them have personalities, and some of them don't. Sweet eyes too. Oh yeah, no cows have the you know they're the most innocent creatures. They have no, uh, they're not very smart, but they don't have any. Uh, the Chick Fil A well. cows are like really, really attractive. <laughs> right? They're kind of like. Sweet, I know. I was, you know? He was getting pseudo romantic there towards the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you could have a milk drink. <clears throat> uh, they could serve it at the cellar door. You could you could have a cow. You can milk some here. cows in the back, and it would just yeah. be like you know, pasteurized fresh milk, straight. Make a cocktail. Maybe oh, a fresh, goat. Fresh you milk. could get Someone's away with goat. Yeah. Someone's got to run back with the like cocktail <laughs> and squirt the milk from the tea. <laughs> yes, very fresh. The, make some Ramos gin fizzes from tea to glass. Fresh from tea to glass is the new thing. Cellar door. Great idea. Next Friday, we're gonna have a cow in the back courtyard in a little stanchion, and you can come and get a. Fresh gin. F- what's that? Cow to bar. Ramos gin fizzes. Yeah, I like yeah. love it. Teat to glass. I think that'll be your first commercial. You gotta, you gotta film. <laughs> yeah, for the bar. Our producer sorry, just signaled us three minutes. Uh-huh. I thought he was gonna signal us that it's time for another feed, but yeah, we have three minutes left. So you're gonna punch. Yeah. For real. I mean, yeah, I guess. Time to think about. And it. I've had kind of a, you know, I feel like you know you have a grudge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have a grudge, and then you kind of like. Uh, you know, for me, it's like, I don't know, it's, I never really hate anyone. You work through it? You know, it takes me a while to work through it, you know? I feel like I just, like, two weeks ago, I don't know, I, I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to punch Carrie Palmer in the face anymore. No? That was, that was kind of. good? I, th- I, don't, I, I, I think, like, two weeks ago, there was a turn to me. I'm like, you know what? You know, I see he's not such a bad guy. Not such a bad guy, right? You know, he's not, he's not a bad guy. All right, on a positive note, and this has nothing <laughs> Wait, to do with I don't know business, who Carrie Palmer is. But I want to know, know. <laughs> no, I want to know if you could meet a, a better, another question, not better, but All right. uh, if you could meet one writer or filmmaker oh. living I actually just met my, um, I guess my, I don't know, I'm not really, I don't get excited about much. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's why I got to bring Wayne on these shows with me. Um, but I just actually met my, I guess my major influence is um, this guy, Hal Hartley. Huh. I just, I met him in New York. I had to pay him, pretty much pay $500 to meet him. What? Yeah. Well, what? it's, it's uh, you know, I, I gave Is he a hooker? What, how'd that work? It is. It's the Kickstarter, basically. I mean, that's what Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, it was a reward. So he, it was, it was a, it was a fucking reward. Wow. Yeah. So. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I paid or 500 weird. to go. Or weird. <laughs> well, it gets even weirder, actually. Um, but then you have to pay for transportation to get there, too, right? Oh yeah, I flew up. He didn't go to you. No, he didn't come to me. He gave me. He actually gave. He pl- oh, pardon me. Um, he actually pledged a hundred dollars in my Kickstarter campaign. Oh, nice. Yeah. After, after meeting you? No, after I, I sent him a video. This is before I met him. I sent him a video, kind of how you know you're kind of a big deal. Just want to you know show you, express my appreciation. Um, you know you kind of your big influence on me, and uh, he threw me a hundred bucks. So that that. Paid for so you I flew don't know, to New York. Really. What did you guys do together? I just, you went to the park. Just acted weird. I don't know. It was like, weird. Like, I didn't want to. I don't like me. <laughs> I like he's standing in the bar. He's everyone's there for the you know the, to see the premiere. And I don't know. I didn't. I, you know, what I didn't even want to talk to him really. It was, so it wasn't one on one. But was, that's kind of I finally went up to him like, "How you're? You know, you're a big deal for me." Shook his hand and got my picture taken. That was it. Did he? Did he know who you were because he pledged? Yeah, he knew. Well, he knew because I sent him a video. Yeah, and then he pledged the film. So. It was that's a bad nice. move. It was Aww. just a bad move no, all, all around. You getting a good uh, story out of it? 
That's an embarrassing story, I think. I thought I was doing you a nice thing by asking you something like that rather than who you want to beat up. And, and, and now now you're embarrassed. So uh, How about Andre, Tar- Andre Tarkovsky? That's who's that? Would, who's that? Filmmaker that I'd like to meet, Living or Dead. And uh, tell it what, what films. Woody Allen's my favorite filmmaker. I would never, never want to meet him or. Huh. To be in any of his movies. <laughs> well, you, what if you could beat him up, though? Just what if he's the one guy just you just could beat up? Babysit for on you, film. I guess that would be like, you know, that would be very... Like, just throw edible, a punch. Do one oh, for the kids. Yeah. All right, well, you know, I think we're out of time. Can I offer you a Satsuma before we leave? Is that I love a Satsuma. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to smash myself. Yeah, that's a, Satsumas, I believe, Jesus. came from uh, Margot's tree. Yes. And um, <clears throat> But I want to hear... We need to have him... Yes. Tell us the hours. Okay, let's all right. Door let's actually the, uh, yeah, give us the whole information. Yeah, let's do something. Um, Facebook website. All right, so cellar door, cellardoornola. Uh, dot com. Um, we're obviously on Facebook, cellardoornola. Uh, Twitter. Um, hours open every day of the week except for Monday. Four to four to twelve during the week. Four to two on weekends. Uh, and Sunday brunch. We do the Sunday brunch. It's delicious. That sounds great. Uh, Ten a.m. to four. Saints game days, home games, which, thank God, there are only two left. <laughs> uh, 9 a.m., we open, limited menu, um, but it's a good time. Great now brunch Tell menu. us your location, your address. 916 Lafayette Street. All right. New Orleans, Louisiana. And Wayne, do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, cellar door. <laughs> cellar door. Come on Friday and uh, Saturday night, and I we will can, open can, the door for you. You can meet <laughs> listeners. You can meet. You can meet Wayne. You know where he's going to be. He's going to be by the door on with Friday and Saturday sand night. and um, <laughs> sand. hey, yeah. hey, hey, mixed in and 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 be be scared if he's got if he's got a sock next to him. There's probably two rocks in it, not three or one. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. This was an absolute delight, and uh, we'll we'll look forward to seeing you again there at Cellar Door. Thank you guys. All right, thanks, All right. thank you. Good night, Margaret Ray. All right. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Margot Moss, Grant Morris, and me, Ray Kanata. Our technical director is Chris Keogh. You can find photos from tonight's show on our website, itsneworleans.com. On itsneworleans.com, you can also check out our blog. You can listen to lots more episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, including Out to Lunch, Happy Hour, True to the Game, and Mindset. You can hook up with me and Margo anytime by following Midnight Menu Plus One on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also Google Midnight Menu Plus One and we come right up. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to us by PreSonus Audio. For more information about PreSonus recording equipment, go to PreSonus.com. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For all of us here at Midnight Menu Plus One, thanks for joining us. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. We look forward to seeing you back here next week on Midnight Menu Plus One. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.